0: All right, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your boy Kano the Gun. The team. And we got Pits keys on the line, man. What's up with it?
1: What's going on, man? Can you hear me better? Oh, my God, man. Yeah, it's
0: definitely awesome right now, bro. It's on All right, point. Man.
1: All right, that's what's
0: up. Now, Let's go back, let's go back into it again, man. Um, with the whole origin of how you came up with the uh, with the monarchy, man, pushing keys, man, for your uh, for your signature,
1: okay? Yeah, uh, well, it was just uh, with a partner of mine, uh, back in 2007. You know, we we try to focus more on, on the production side of things after doing the artist side for a while. You know, I was always making beats since since about, like, 98 or something like that. So it's been, it's been about almost 20 years. Wow. Uh, and, and 2007 was when I really tried to focus and, you know, kind, kind of get more professional, uh, you know, get things more organized. So, you know, the first thing we thought was, you know, to try to come up with a name. And we actually came up with the name that, you know, the like within, a like, 15 minutes of just thinking about it. You know, first we kind of we kind of started with moving keys, but but uh, yes. so, you know, kind of felt that was a little too much, a little bit of innuendo. So we you know we kind of go went with pushing keys instead, because you right. know kind of kind of goes with you know on the keyboard and on the computer keyboard, you know right. it's all it all versus same. So we kind of just stuck with that.
0: Man, that that is um uh, that's dope. So now is pushing keys is it you as um an individual um producer or is it uh, a collaborative um thing
1: oh it's it's uh me as an individual producer uh but i got my man uh, uh taz that uh, goes by tmb you know and we work together uh you know so i got some of his beats you know we collab a lot uh And, uh, you know, on the page, I got some of his tracks. I got some of my beats, but, uh, push the keys is, you know, it's individual, individual thing.
0: Got you. Okay. Now you're from, um, you're from Orlando, Florida.
1: Right.
0: Um, has being a producer was, uh, I know a lot of people go through a lot of different transitions within their career. Uh, they might've started off, uh, you know, wanting to do something else into the uh, in in the entertainment business or whatever. Um, has production um, always been your first love, or uh, was it was it something else?
1: Uh, I mean, personally, for me, production was the first you know thing that I wanted to do. Um, ever since I heard the Chronic, you know, back in what ninety wow. something, I don't remember wow. exactly, but Uh, That's when I figured out that I wanted to do that, but kind of simultaneously, I started rapping at the same time, probably, you know, around the same time frame, and, uh, you know, I focused more on the writing than I did the production until about, like, 98 or so. That's when I really started getting more into, you know, making beats on tapes, you know. Right. Right. And then just going on from there. Once I like 2000 was when I first got uh, on the PC, you know, and using uh, you know software to make make the beats. And then you know I took it from there.
0: Right, right, and got on a whole nother level with it. Um, right. Now, where, at, at that time, what 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 type of um were you using software or were you using more hardware?
1: Uh, it was all, well, you know what? It was kind of a mix of both because I had a a, a Triton a keyboard, um, you know, so that that was kind of like the hardware part of it because I, I fed the computer or the keyboard straight line in to the computer. So I was just recording all the sounds live uh, right into Acid, that uh Sony Acid. That's what I used to use back in the day. And, right. Um, and I, you know, I just built up the skill on that using mainly you know kind of a mix of both hardware and software uh but I really started getting more into the software you know into the VSTs and stuff like that um probably in like 2010 something like that yeah um, you know I I started focusing more on trying to go into the into the software side of things and that's when I started using um uh FL Studio back in right the- probably probably back in like like 2013 or something like that 2014 uh, you know i switched from acid to fl and you know and it was only it was only because of a software thing there was certain uh vsts that acid wouldn't wouldn't work with so i went with fl studio and you know
0: did you record? Were you recording out of FL Studio as well, or were you using Pro Tools
1: or something? No, I, I was using Pro Tools to record. Um, I had uh, I had kind of like a like a twenty four track recorder,
0: right, right.
1: And it had like a CD burner on there, so I would record off of there, and I would just take the tracks and, and, and you know burn them on to a CD and bring them into Pro Tools and mix from there. But right. but I did all the
0: production side of things and acid got you right got you You know i um i use um i used to use uh acid too when i first um when i first got in the game as far as um on the recording side or whatever man i, I started working with that too but then i um eventually elevated from uh visiting different studios and recording the different studios and stuff like that and mm. seeing what other people was working with or whatever, man. It seemed like, you know, when I was recording, I got a better sound quality through Pro Tools. Right, right.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, I I noticed when, uh, uh, like, before I started using Pro Tools, I wasn't really big on using compressors a lot. You know, I really didn't understand a lot of, you know, a lot of the technical side of all of that, so... Once I moved into Pro Tools, I started using more of the compressors and 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 stuff like that, and that's that's when the sound quality improved from where it used to be, because uh, you know it, it used to sound good, but it just wasn't hitting right. Wasn't,
0: <laughs> right, right,
1: wasn't loud enough, you know, uh, or or if it was played on a on a system in a club, it was like so much rumble that the know, CDs would skip, you know. Right. But, um, but, you know, it took a while, kind of just figuring all that out, trying to get the sound right. I mean, it's still something that I do to this day is recording you know every once in a while, and I you know I still mix vocals here and there, but I've been doing most of the mixing you know, just with uh making beats mainly absolutely right, but that, I mean, and that's a whole another that's a whole other thing, trying to figure that out. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I ain't lots to, you You're right about that. Now, uh, do, do you, um, are you working with artists or uh, are you mainly on the production side of things now?
1: Uh, I mean, I work with a couple of uh, local artists, um, uh, but I'm so focused on, you know, just the production side for, for like a good like three years now that I, I mainly just been making beats, you know. Um, I've worked with some artists, like you know, gave out some beats and and uh, stuff like that. But I, I, you know, I didn't really mix any of their songs, or, or you know, I wasn't in the studio with them. But you know, they still drop some fire on the beats. So, I mean, that's right. all that, that's all that matters in the end.
0: How do you um, how do you feel about um about that as far as like um. What's, like, your process when, when you, let's just say, like, you know, you got beats um, that's out there or whatever and an artist um, wants to, you know, get a beat from you or whatever. Um, like, what, what's, what's the, uh, the process with dealing with Pushing Keys to um, get a
1: track or whatever? Uh, well, the main, uh, the main thing I would say is to go to, to the website, which is uh, pushingkeys.com. Um, from there, I got my beat store with, uh, with all the latest tracks loaded up. Uh, and from there, you know, it's it simply just, uh, purchase the track and you receive it, uh, you know, via email, uh, you know, either through PayPal or, or whatever, but um that, that's probably the best way to do it. Or you can go to my beat stars page, um, and you can get them from there also, but, uh, I, yeah, I would recommend going straight to the page com and, uh, getting the track from there. Or, you know, if you can hit me up in a DM, whatever, and, you know, I'll direct you to, to where you need to go. But I would say mainly the site.
0: Now, when, um, when artists are trying to, um, also get a track from you, um, is it different phases of it or whatever as far as like, um, you know leasing, renting, um, getting the exclusive rights to the beats or whatever. I mean, there's a different contracts that's in place. Or yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, there's different contracts in place for you know exclusive. Um, you know, I, I've dealt with both. Uh, you know, obviously non-exclusive. You know, you can use um, you know uh, multiple artists, but you get the exclusive, and you know, you got the track uh, for yourself. Um. But, you know, I deal with both, uh, you know, mainly a lot of artists, you know, they'll they'll go for the non-exclusive. and Hey, that that works, you know. Um, right. But, uh, you know, and then I got some artists that, you know, want the track and don't want anybody else to have it. So they go for the for the full exclusive. But it just depends on, you know, uh, you know what the artist is working with. You know, I don't want to break anybody's pockets or nothing like that. But I know people are trying to eat. And uh, you know, I I'll work with anybody. You know
0: what I mean, right? Um, you know, I, I wanted to ask you about um the whole um the whole tagging thing. Um, as far as um on the beats or whatever. Like, when did you um first? Uh, first, I want to know how you feel about tagging, and then um, I want to know when did you um first start tagging your tracks and um
1: mm-hmm.
0: how did you come up with your tag
1: yeah well uh i actually went through a few tags that i did personally um back then i i, I would say probably at like 2012 was when uh you know i started getting more serious and started tagging the beats um you know it was just generic tags stuff like that but um uh, but I would say probably about three years ago uh, where I, w- I got the tag that I use now, um, you know, I just I just spent like a couple of days trying to think of something uh, that was kind of different from what everybody else was doing. Right. And, uh, so, you know, I, it was just kind of short and simple. I sent it in uh, to a site wh- uh, that uh, th- th- makes the tags and, the, you know, they recorded it for me. You know, I told them what to say or whatever, and they sent it back. And, uh, you know, it came out pretty straight. You know, I got a lot of lot of uh, feedback saying that they like the tag. There's, you know, it's nothing too crazy, you know, and it sounds right on the track. So, you know, I really, right. now as far as the tagging, I mean, it, it just depends on, you know, I guess how much tags you put on, on the track. You know, right. some people just like flood, flood the track with, with tags you know it depends on, on what I'm working with usually I'll throw something on the beginning um, unless I load it up to YouTube then you know I'll put a few tags through it but uh, yeah it just really depends on you know on you know I, I know there's some people that don't don't, don't load tags on, on the tracks you know and that's like a personal thing I, I believe you know if you don't want to load A tag on your beat, that's up to you. Right. But, uh, you know, I I would say putting a tag uh, definitely helps uh, as far as, uh, let's say, if somehow somebody uses your track that you're not aware of, and just, you know, the fact that having a tag on that track can, you know, can help to, you know, identify that the track is yours as opposed to. you know not having the tag on it you know right I mean
0: um you know it's 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 really you know to be honest with you it's really kind of hard to um protect your stuff you yeah. know the technology the way that it is because I mean you know mm-hmm. they could take the tag off of off of you oh yeah
1: of course yeah
0: you know to me i just um i i don't I don't think that from a producer's aspect, I don't think that people should have a, a, a plethora of beats
1: mm-hmm.
0: on online like that because, like, you know, I think that you can showcase, you know, uh, maybe a beat or two for a month and then take those down and, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, like, people, pe- people utilize online too, producers online too, just to, you know, get ideas too. You right. know what I'm yeah, saying? True, true. Snag, snag a track download that track take that tag off mm-hmm. uh repaste it read you know what i'm saying like right, it's just right. yes
1: yeah, it's, it's a lot of crazy stuff out there i mean i used to be on this site uh it was called rock battle and uh, it was pretty much like a producer battle website um and there was you know there was a bunch of instances of people taking, you know, downloading other producers' beats and then putting them up in in a battle and, like, saying it was their beat, you know, and people would get called out on that. Um, So it kind of, it could kind of happen by artists taking it, another producer taking it, using it for themselves, trying to get credit from it. I've I've heard some crazy stories, but um, it it is kind of crazy trying to protect yourself these days. And, right. and just for that, because, I mean, if if they really want to get the track without paying for it, there's they'll find a way to do it, you know, and, and there's a way to do it, and there's a, a way to to chop it up so they can take the tag out of it, you know, and all that. So, yeah,
0: it, yeah,
1: yeah. it's, it, it's kind of yeah. crazy these days.
0: You know, that's why um, I just, you know, I've, I've always um, – I've always been kind of um kind of against that that method mm-hmm. of um, you know you know when I'm producing and stuff like that with um you know it's good to advertise right so you know, um when you're in a game like that or whatever trying to make beats and stuff like that or whatever, but um, mm-hmm. have you tried with um any of the uh any of the majors in the game? Oh will say that again? Kind of broke. Have you tried to connect with any majors in the
1: game? Um, I haven't really personally tried to connect with with uh, major artists. You know, I've sent, um, you know, I've sent beats out, you know, to certain uh, certain artists, but it wasn't like directly. You know, it's one of those emails that you know sent beats to or something like that. Right. But um, no, nah, I haven't personally dealt with any any type of major major artists yet so i mean that's something that i'm working on you know to eventually you know place on on projects for ma- major artists like that
0: right do do um do you feel do you do you feel like uh um, you know because you've been producing for you've been producing for quite a while now Do do you feel like um the game is 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 too oversaturated with with um, producers now, or are you kind of comfortable with the way that it is now or whatever?
1: Uh, I mean, it, it definitely is oversaturated, um, and and that's just because the technology is, is made it easier to make beats, you know, um, these days. So you got a lot more people trying. A lot more people that always wanted to make beats but didn't really know how. But, you know, all of a sudden now they got the technology and the software to, to make it a lot easier. So, mm. you, you know, you got everybody trying to make beats. But, uh, you know, obviously quality is is something that not everybody has, especially if they're just starting off. So, right. you know, and, and originality is something that, is is kind of hard to find too so that i mean if you could focus on on trying to make beats that you know st- are with the time but have like kind of like a different sound or a different vibe as opposed to every single you know beat sounding like everybody else then you can kind of find an avenue in there where people you know you'll start people start paying attention but uh, it, it is kind of oversaturated. Like there are a lot of people just posting up beats, and you never know, you know, what's really going on as far as uh, you know what you really get in out there, or, or or the quality. And so I I could imagine that there's probably a lot of artists being kind of uh, well, it's kind of cautious. You yeah. Know? when it yeah. comes uh, to working with other producers out there because you just never really know what you're really getting.
0: What's your what's your take with sampling? Are you big with sampling? How do you feel about sampling as opposed to just straight from the right straight from the uh from the dome with it?
1: I mean sure, I love sampling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to me I I me personally I, I like to do a bit of everything. So you know I work with samples um you know I, I play my own loops um you know if i find loops or if i find uh you know kits or anything like that with a dope sound in it i'll use that um so you know i'm all about using it all especially since you know sampling started from the beginning of the of the hip hop so right, right it, it's it's something that i i mean shit, even even on, on the chronic was full of sampling. so you know, when I first started to really want to get involved with it. So it's something that I still do to this day, but I try to, if I do use a sample, I I try to chop it up and try not to, you know, do the just speed up the sample and just throw some drums on it type of of deal. So, you know, I, I try to rearrange it. I try to change it up as much as I can unless unless the samples just dope and uh, you know I just want to use it like that but but um you know it all depends you know you got some people that don't sample you got some people that only work with samples but I I say you should try to do it all you should try to use samples loops you know live you know play, make your own loops you should try to do all this you know
0: absolutely um you know my my only dilemma with uh which was the reason why I kind of um, shied away from sampling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Was sampling sampling does makes it easier, you know, for you to be uh, creative when you can bounce off of, um, an idea, right? Uh, but you know, from, from that aspect of it, I think that it's dope, you know, in the creating process to be able to take something from uh, from the past and be able to, you know, bring it bring it up bring it up to par. Yeah, true. But, The only problem that I have with sampling is, you know, trying to get the samples cleared, right? Yeah, and like, you know, if you can't really disguise it all the way Mm -hmm. to, you know, to the capacity, even if you put something online on YouTube on any of these sites that that has copyright protection, you know, you're not Mm going to be able to do nothing with it if they if 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 they catch that sample, right? Right. Right. A couple of things that um, couple of things got pulled, right? Because you know you have to get those samples cleared, right? So you have to really be able to disguise those those samples, in order to be able to, you know, I feel like you're really doing something with it, right?
1: You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. i will tell you, because I mean, I, I got one track, um. That, that that's been happening too um, there was a, a Bootsy Collins sample that I used on, on this track and, and as far as I, all the tracks that I've used and that was because I, I mainly just used the sample itself and kind of just chopped it up right. a little bit um, but whenever I load that up I'll usually get a, a, a message about that, that you know uh, it was from that recording you know and, and all that so you know they won't post it up but, you know, I, I, that's something kind of new that's been, been kind of going on recently because back, back then you could post whatever. Right. And, and it would probably take a while. But now since, you know, they got that software that they kind of check it out while you're loading it up. Exactly.
0: Um, it's it, it, to a department that, that examines the sample as, you know, as it's loading and, and they, have to, they have to clear it. And right. that that they, you know, just giving you a warning you know what I'm, mean? because basically it, it's pretty much saving your life because right. those are um they're crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could imagine. I mean, that that that's is. I mean, it's no joke. You know, it's not a game when uh, uh you know, especially when you put something out that 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 kind of explodes and gets a lot of attention. Right. Hey. And if it's got a sample that's not cleared and that shit, then I mean, get ready to pay. You know, what I mean, they will go after you, right? But I mean, and and depending on the person too, obviously. But you know, if it's a if it's a big sample, I mean, that they, they will go after you, like like what happened with uh Pharrell, and, uh, you know, right. uh, a couple other people and shit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just like that's something that I mean, uh, you know, and as opposed to say the artist that wants to use the track. Um, you know, you always hear the story that the artist needs to be the one to take care of the sample clearing and all that if they want to use the track. But you know, it's kind of like a kind of like a, a two edged sword with that. You know what I mean? Because at the same time, if they got to do the work to clear the sample, then you know what I mean. That's probably gonna take out the end of uh, the producer's, you know, uh, end of it, just because. Just because of that, right? Definitely. But um, you know, it just that's why me personally, like, if I'm gonna use a sample, like, I, I try to chop it up to the point where sometimes it's not even recognizable, you know? Right. But it, you know, not everyone turns out like that, and not every sample works that way. So you know, you just gotta be, I don't know, gotta be like, you gotta be ready to take care of that if you really plan on releasing it you know at you know on on commercial value right
0: you know what um your take with um what's your take on guys that that have producers that that have beats up there that you can download for 50 bucks and then um you got uh, or or even downloads and um you got a bunch of people um, downloading this track, and a bunch of artists downloading this track, and 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 actually, um, you know, putting putting maybe putting something dope down on it, taking their time some dope down on it or whatever, and actually, you know, shooting a video and doing the whole nine. Right, and you know, somebody else, you know, you and and. Forty more other people on track. My, my, you know, if if you're going to put that much time and effort into um, the team,
1: yeah,
0: why not and and purchase the exclusive rights to the track?
1: Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you plan on if you plan on shooting a video, uh, you plan on putting promotion into it. yeah, yeah, I would recommend getting the getting the full exclusive of the track. You know what I mean? It, it would kind of make more sense just so that you don't got to worry in the future that somebody else gets the exclusive. You know what I mean? After you put right. a, a bunch of work into that, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of a crazy thing that when it comes to the, the non-exclusive part of it. That that's always, like, an aspect to, to think about. Like, man, there's probably, like, 10 other dudes that probably downloaded this beat and are probably doing something to it. But uh, I guess you got to think about it, you know, in an artist's point of view is that, you, you know, you want to try to get the hottest track on that shit. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like almost a competition thing at that point, if, if you know people that, that got the other beat. But I would say, man, probably nine times out of 10, like, whoever purchased, like, two people, ten people to purchase the same beat will probably never hear each other's tracks. You know what I mean? Or they probably won't even realize uh, that the other person even made a track to it. And that's, and that's just because the way that it is these days, man, it's, like, to find music and, and to do all that, especially release music, uh, you know, it could be coming from anywhere. So it, it's kind of hard to, like, run into a track set. That two people did on the same beat, you know what I mean? Unless it's like a huge beat or, or something like that, but yeah, but it, it just really depends, you know. But I, w- I would recommend, like you said, if you're gonna, if you're gonna put all that work into it, if you're gonna put promo, if you're gonna shoot a video and all of that, like you might as well get the exclusive.
0: And that you know, and that's just that I just don't, I just don't understand. And I think that's where a lot of the problems in that. In the in the production game, man, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, um, you know, it, it's just it's too to me, it's too easy now. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's 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 too easy, man, to just access everything. So it's kind of like a gift you a bit because you know you got you know producers on there, man. that's, that's really about their business and trying to. Uh, mm. To make money, you know what I mean, and and and, right. and you know how they and it's like then you got other producers who you know just pretty much giving the music away, right? You know, yeah, you right. don't really understand the business and and more into the fame side of it more than you know trying to really build something. You know, because the main thing, man, with a producer is, you know, you you wanna you wanna be in the you wanna be in the game, man. Yeah. You, right. you wanna get those some movie soundtracks. You wanna get those uh, licensing deals and and stuff like that or whatever, man. It's 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 you no, know, it's bigger than just working with an artist. You know what I mean?
1: Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot bigger. That I mean, that's why. Like, you got to kind of expand. To what you're trying to do, if you're really getting into that, like uh, you know, if you really want to get into licensing and you want to get into all that, like you kind of got got to have a wide uh, what you want to say, like a wide genre that you work with. You know what I mean? Like, like movies don't only take just just trap beats and only take hip hop beats. You know what I mean? So you got to be you got to be able to like make you know orchestral sh- stuff. Uh, you know to be able to to make like stuff that like fits a, a scene of a movie I mean there's a lot of like a lot of things that go on the production side of uh, uh when it comes to syncing but um I mean it is kind of like what you say uh
0: saturated
1: yeah it, I mean it, it's saturated with that but, but then you got people that really are only out there just to really only to get recognition you know what I mean Right, and, um, and and those are the type of producers that really aren't trying to build, as far as you know, me, you know, a brand and all of that. They're just trying to make some noise, probably, you know, just get some beats out there. But uh, for for people that really are trying to make something, trying to make a business, trying to build a brand and all of that. I mean, there's a lot you can do. I mean, it's not just working with artists. You know what I mean? Like you said, there's movies, there's shows, there's games, there's all types of things that you can get involved with uh, if, if you just, you know, go professional with it. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely, and that's why I was going with it. It's like, you know, a lot of and and that that's kind of like how uh, people like yourself, um, Beats by Four, Captain Beats. Uh, mm uh uh Mizzle, produced by Mizzle, um, you know, myself, uh, Mr. Lawton, you know, all of these different um people uh that I'm connected with, man, in this brotherhood, you know, that's the things that we are uh driving for these type of licenses deals and and you know, because you you kind of you kinda too as a producer sometimes you kind of get burned out with dealing with the artist that's really about their business, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure you've dealt with the games and stuff before and stuff like this. It's like, people yeah, want something, but they don't want to pay what you feel like your track is worth,
1: right? Right, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's something I think that every producer deals with. is, um, you know, is as art, <laughs> not really that they, uh, you know, because I've been in that route too, where I was an artist, you know what I mean, and. And every artist seems to have that. I don't want to say every artist, but a lot of artists seem to have that mind frame that they shouldn't have to pay for tracks or, you know what I mean? And stuff All like right. that. So, I mean, everybody kind of deals with that type of, um, especially when you get in the producer game, you kind of deal with that. But, um, I mean, that's why, I mean, like you said, there's, there's, yeah, no. if you get burnt out dealing with artists, there's a lot of other avenues you can take, you know, a, a lot of other genres you can do. You know, I've done a lot of different things. Like I work with Christian artists. I work with, you know, hip hop, you know, R&B, Latin artists. I've worked with a lot of different uh, genres, even rock, you know? Right. So it's like, if you wanted to expand and, and try a bunch of other things, then you kind of got something new to work with all the time. And, um, I don't know for me that kind of works like if I if I get burnt out making the you know one style then I'll switch to something else and uh you know then I'll get some ideas from that and then I go back to you know what what I mainly do but there's a lot of there's a lot of things to take you know a lot of avenues to take especially these days
0: Right I want to um I want to take a break for a minute man and I want to um I want to dive into some of these um uh, emails in the house All right. Let me uh see what we got here. Um, okay, from uh Lamity, Lamity from uh, Canada.
1: Mm. She
0: wanted to know your nationality.
1: Nationality? I'm Puerto Rican. Okay. Yeah, hundred (laughs) percent.
0: Okay, let's see. Here we got uh, Robin from um, from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, "What she said that um, when you stop working with, with Triton,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what what software are you using again?"
1: Um, let me see. Well, mainly what I use now is Omnisphere. Um, that's using my go to um right there um nexus even though it's kind of uh kind of old like I still mess with it um uh, let me see there's also uh, electrex um uh silent um let me see. i think of a couple of other ones yeah those are the main ones that i use i am the sphere uh serum um nexus and uh yeah and that's pretty much the main that's like the main top things that I use right there if you know if I'm not working with a sample or something i use i use those three
0: okay um i got uh john. I got a, a John from Orlando and he wanted to know if hold on he wanted to know what's the right how do you base the range on your prices like a track purchasing a track from you
1: uh how do I rate the pricing
0: yeah like how how do you I guess he's asking like um how do you price your beats
1: oh um, I mean, I just had, I've had the same price for a while now, which is, um, $20 for a non-exclusive and, uh, you know, that's kind of just from doing research around and just seeing the average price of, of tracks from, you know, from other producers out there. So I kind of just focus on that number just cause it was kind of in the middle of everything. Um, but, uh. You know that's that's something that I started with, and I've been happy for a while. Obviously, it, you know it could change depending on what you're working with, but uh, you know I base it off of that just because, like I said, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's pockets. You know I try to work with artists. You know what I mean, and, and try to keep things at, at a price that they can work with too.
0: Absolutely. Um, Miguel, Miguel from um, Miami, Florida, wanted to know um do you um play any live instruments uh when you're when you um producing
1: uh recently no i haven't i I used to uh record some guitar but i don't have that set up anymore so mainly everything that i play is uh off the keyboard um uh, you know just uh, using different voices and and different things like that but uh i I plan to get a good a better setup in the future to set up some live instruments so I can you know start doing that again but not at the moment
0: okay um I got a uh, Lillian from um Dallas, Texas and um she wanted to know your favorite food.
1: Favorite food, man. Um, man, I I would have to say, uh, my mom's cooking, and it would have to be uh, yellow rice with uh, and potato salad.
0: Word, word. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, let me scroll down. one more here. Go deep into them. Um, I got a. I got a Kenny. Kenny from Chicago wanted to know that program. He said, he, "How did he swing? He wanted to know the program that he, used, that he see on That program does look like F studio oh,
1: okay yeah that that one is uh is called isotope uh ozone seven uh it, it's a mastering plugin um that i use man and that that thing is a beast like that that would take your track uh from you know a normal level and bring it up to industry standard you know what i mean um wow. like just just like messing around with the settings that it has on there. I mean, you can hear the difference. It's almost like night and day from, uh, you know, the track before it, it goes through the mastering process. But but that's what it is. It's, it's Ozone 7 is uh, is what it is. Uh, I mean, they got Ozone 8 out right now, but uh, I, I got 7, and then, you know, I work with that one. Wow. Yeah.
0: I even wanted that one. That was a good one. <laughs> not like you know because the program looks so cool every time like you know I'm saying? You just, you just you could tell right, it was
1: right.
0: definitely different you know what i mean
1: yeah definitely i mean it's it's a lot involved in it but um yeah. just the quality that comes out of it you know isotope got some good good programs um i got another vst that i use from them it's called uh, iris and uh It's kind of got like a frequency uh, spectrum and analyzer on there that you can kind of, you can go into the frequency aspects of sounds and pull out a certain sound or a certain frequency. It's kind of crazy, but I mean, they got a lot of stuff that's involved, but the quality of the sound that comes out is really good. Yeah.
0: Okay, we got a um, we got a Amber Amber from Orlando, Florida. She wanted to know: Do you prefer working with um, hip hop or R and B, or?
1: Oh man, um, man, that's hard to say. I w- I would say hip hop, and that's just because that's you know what I've started working with from the beginning. But you know, I like working with a lot of different styles. Um, you know, especially like R&B, like Trap Soul, that type of vibe lately. Um, And that's just because, you know, I just like the way that it sounds. I like the the groove with it. But, you know, hip hop, I would say would be the top of that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I work with a lot of different stuff. I mean, and it's crazy because I I mainly listen to classic R&B, and uh, classic rock and like classic soul um you know and that's just because i'm always like looking for samples and stuff like that too but that's just also what i like to listen to yeah so it, it so kind of like the vibe lately has just been kind of on that smooth tip but um you know i like to work with a lot of different things but uh, but yeah i would say hip-hop would probably be be at the top of that
0: Wow, okay. Uh, let's take let's take two more. Um Miracle from Los Angeles wanted to know um she said says she says she's a big fan. Uh she follows you on um Facebook and she she wanted to know your relationship status. She thinks that you're cute.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I well, I'm married. Um yeah, I'm married. Uh you know, my wife Pamela. Uh so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm t- I'm taking. Sorry.
0: Okay, let's uh. Oh, she typed. She typed a sad face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My bad.
0: <laughs> let's take one more here. Hold down, man. Damn, man, you got fifty emails. There, Come on. Hey. Uh <laughs> one, more. one more. Down, down, down. Oh okay. Uh, we got one from um, Japan right here. Um, it's man, it's hard to say. Um, Trey Wynn. uh, Trey Win, uh, wanted to know, um, do you plan on eventually, um, getting into uh, network and um, movie soundtracks?
1: Oh, man, I would love to do that. Um, that's something that I always just on my own kind of pay attention to, uh, especially if I'm watching movies or things like that, just, you know, the scoring behind that, that's always something that I wanted to do. Um, so yeah, I would plan on, on doing that in the future. Um, uh, you know, especially if I get the opportunity to do it, I would, that would be something cool.
0: Oh wait! He, he he said he he he's emailing back. Uh, he, uh, he he, he is, he's with a uh, um, networking company out there or whatever. And, um, would like to link up. Let me. I'm a. Uh, I'm a. I'm gonna get his information. I I when I I'll, I'll get the information and I'm gonna uh, forward it. Forward it up.
1: No doubt. Keys. That's
0: what's up okay um now uh let's let's, let's, let's get back into it um, All right. what is uh what is like one of your bad your, your one of your worst experiences man with uh doing music that that may have had you to the point where you like you kind of like really burnt out with it um man let
1: me think. Uh, uh, mainly a couple. I would say main like one of the main ones that stick out is just a show. Uh, it was supposed to be a show that I was supposed to do with somebody. Um, and uh it was like a car show, and that afterwards it was supposed to be some big uh, showcase or something. Was there probably for like seven hours, you know, waiting for this thing to happen, and then uh in the end they skipped like the song that I that we were supposed to do or some shit like that. So really just wasted like a whole day, just, uh, waiting to, to do a song and ended up not doing it and just bouncing from there. It was kind of like one of those moments where, you know, as an artist, you're like, what the fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, I kept going on after that, but, you know, uh, the main thing that I wanted to just do after that was just kind of just stick to the production side of things, you know, so I, I started focusing on that, you know, afterwards.
0: Okay, if um, if you could give um, advice to anybody who uh, wanted to get to this uh, production game, man, um Who's already in it, but also whatever. Um, give them some advice. What would that be?
1: Um, I mean, the main thing would just be to just always keep trying. You know, keep working and, and keep trying to improve on the craft because that, that's the main thing that eventually will allow you to start building your own sound and, um, and working with your own style. Uh, of course, uh, you know, if you plan on taking it serious and this is something that I'm still working on myself is, uh, is networking, you know, the the business side of thing, like learn, uh, learn about that side, you know, the business side of things, if you really plan on taking it that route. And um, and that's just because you've you got to be informed. Um, you know, if you, when you really start moving and start doing things, you got to be informed of contracts and, and the way the whole legalities work and all of that. Otherwise, you'll get taken advantage of. Um, but... But as far as if you're starting off with the production side of things, I would say just keep trying, keep working at it, Um, you know, find like certain sounds that you like, certain styles that you're feeling, you know, you can always emulate off of that and then start building your own um, sound from that. Uh, Just, you know, there's a lot of different things you could do, a lot of different styles, sampling, sampling, you know, working with loops, making your own loops. Like I said, like just, you know, try to try to work with a lot of different things, and try not to like limit yourself to only making one style. You know.
0: Absolutely. Um. You want to uh, get some shout-outs there to your family, to your friends, uh, your business partners, uh, anybody, your fans, whatever.
1: Oh, what what happened there?
0: This is the, uh my
1: shout out
0: right
1: no, now. No doubt, no doubt, Um, well, yeah, well, definitely, you know, to my wife, Pamela, to my daughter, um, uh, to my to my dude Taz, uh, Taz the producer is what he go by. I go follow him. Um, to my man Real, out here that that's been my dude for the longest, um, and everybody else on the East Side, five five one, man that's out here working. Uh, to all the fans, especially the ones that emailed and, and sent questions, man, I really appreciate it. Um, it means a lot, you know, to get the feedback and, and you know, just to know that people out there are really digging the stuff. Um, so shout out to all of you too, especially the Kano, man, that's that's my man right there. Y'all, I really appreciate what you do, man. And like I said, I respect your hustle because um, right now you're the only one really doing it out here.
0: Appreciate it, man. That means a lot, bro. Coming from you. That means a lot. Um, ain't gonna lie, man. You know, um, you're gonna have to come back on my show. You know, you, you're my brother. I love you, man. And you know you're part of the vibe. Man, that's, that's that's my man right here, man. You already know what it is with me and you, bro. That's this brothers for life. I told you that.
1: Yes, sir. That's what's up, man. Stay in, man. For real.
0: Now, in, in closing, anything um, that you wanna um, you wanna give the fans as far as like your um, your new fans and everything, your social media uh, platforms ways that they can connect with you. Um, on business or on or just wanna you know holler at you, whatever.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. If you wanna follow me on on Instagram, this is uh, at pushing keys. Uh, it's the same on on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, it's uh, Pushing Keys TMB, um, man. Or, or you can just hit me, hit me on the email at uh, pushingkeysproductions at gmail dot com. I mean, you can hit me up either way, and I'll you know I'll get back to you uh, regardless. But uh, yeah, you can hit me up on any one of those, and I'll I'll get back to you
0: in in a in a speedy matter. He will get back to you. Yes. Trust me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: man, and I just want to tell you, man, I, I really appreciate you, man, taking time out of your busy schedule, man, to come and keep you with your brother, man. Um, it's really a blessing, man. I love you, bro, and I appreciate
1: you, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Love you too, man, for real. I really appreciate you, man.
0: It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy, Kano the Don, the Vibe King. Special guest, my brother, King, pushing keys. Yeah, yeah. We out.